Hello and welcome to Stress Less with me, Jess. Today, my special guest is Lydia Knight. Hello, Lydia. How are you? Hi, Jess. I'm so good. I'm delighted to be here and having this conversation with you. So thanks for having me on. Yes, I'm so excited to be on because like I was saying before we even got on the episode today is how much I love your website. I just think it's so clean and neat and it just says the message right out loud. And so I just want everyone to know why you're amazing. So Lydia Knight is a visionary founder of the She Center. It's a revolutionary art culture by empowering individuals to move with self-sabotage to self-fulfillment and contribute to their highest gifts of humanity. So that is all the fun links, but tell me, tell me, tell me why you're so amazing and all the goods. Oh, I, I could appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's always nice to have an assumption that someone's amazing. So I that. <laughs> embrace it. <laughs> yeah, I, it's, it's one of those things where when you look at the world that we're in, um, it's life is wonderful and our world has so far to go and really what it can be. And there's so much waking up happening at this day and age. I think especially for, for women. And it's such an important time for us to wake up to the empowerment that we can have in our own lives and how much that makes a difference in the world. And so that's really what we're, what we're driven by. I mean, the She Center is about, it's the education that we should have had. It's the education about how to really like love ourselves and be empowered and make a difference and be on purpose and reject the systems and the the habits of thought and the beliefs that we've been given that weren't created for our benefit and be able to really come into our authentic selves. So yeah, you know, it's just about like all the important things in life. <laughs> to your point, and I love is it's all the things that we should have been taught, all the things that should have been ed- education, all the things that we should have been known, like should have presented with. And one of the things that where my brain went to automatically was a lot of my girlfriends are getting pregnant, right? Mm-hmm. They're having first babies and things like that. And you are learning so much about your body that you're going, why didn't I already know this? Why yes. was this not taught? Why was this not normal education? So I think to your point is that we're not being taught what we think is important to our daily life. Yeah, absolutely. And we're just, we're in a system that isn't catered to, you know, women being taught what's most important. Um, Just the, just the other day. And like, I'm someone who's like, I know about the human body and, you know, I was a health coach, like all this, just the other day, I found out like around the age of 40, like eggs just start getting fired off, ovulating all throughout the month. You have like this spike of being able to become pregnant around 40. Like this should be PSA for like everyone to understand that we're just not taught this stuff. Like I didn't know that my hip bones would turn into gelatin flexibility until I was actually like had a baby and was far into my pregnancy like why aren't we just taught this from early on day one day one like, i yeah. feel like this stuff would scare us way more than what they were teaching <laughs> in school my body's gonna do what and it's gonna stay like what wait a minute now <laughs> yeah let's make educated decisions <laughs> with all the data like yeah and, and to your point too we're which this is great right which with the all the social media from all the, everything in Google and everything in between even everything like being accessible and everybody wants to educate now, which is so amazing. Yeah. But I think there's still a lot of misconnections and a lot of things. And one of the things that you bring up on your website that I saw was about eating. And I think that is something that's so huge. Can you go into that a little bit? Oh yeah, absolutely. So 
There was a UNC Chapel Hill study that found that 75% of women struggle with disordered eating. And we've found results very aligned to that with the thousands of women that we've coached and helped and helped move through this. And the the way that women are treated in our society creates disordered eating, creates eating disorders. And how many of us were ever told that actually you're 18 times, this is like National Institutes of Health, like this is like well-researched, you are 18 times more likely to develop an eating disorder when you diet. How many women in the world are dieting? How many women are going to diets to try to lose weight when it actually creates weight gain to go on a diet, to try to fix our relationship with food when it actually creates 18 times more likelihood of destroying our relationship with food. Like it's not only that we aren't taught this, it's that there's a $78 billion diet industry that has the advertising budget to convince us of the opposite of the reality. I, I wish everyone could just like keep seeing my reactions as you're speaking because I feel like it's the same reactions that the listeners are doing right now. They're rewinding going, wait, no, she didn't say that. No, no, no. She didn't say that. Right. Because it's so mind-boggling, but at the same time, it makes sense. Yeah. Right. It's one of those facts that goes, oh my God, no way. But yes way, because it makes sense. Right. You, everyone knows someone that has a diet, like I said, or so whether it's because you just got, so we're talking about pregnant women, right? You got to snap back into that natural body. Again, you got to be back in that twenties. People are getting married. What, what does your body look like? Like we're not loving who we are in the middle and who we are now. And that's super huge. Another thing, every time I had some type of like health nutrition talk on here, I would like to mention that speaking of our bodies and stuff like that, we're just taught eat vegetables, eat fruit, bing, bang, boom. You're going to be the healthiest person. But what we're not taught is that some of the things aren't going to agree with us. I can't eat apples. They don't agree with me. Yeah. But I was taught that you should eat apples and peanut butter. So what do you think I was doing for the past 30 years? I was hurting myself not knowing because I wasn't taught. I wasn't taught that that doesn't make sense. And that yeah. front fries are okay. Like, you, like we're not. So go. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I hear you. And not only are we not taught to have that variance and like you need to find what's right for you, but we're also not taught to listen to our own bodies where you know that apples don't agree with you because you have an experience with apples. And when some programming that you've been taught from society is overriding what we know from our own experience and individually, like that, that's a huge problem. It's a huge problem. And I think to that point too, is that going back to that awareness, I didn't know the complete awareness because I wasn't making time to create that awareness because as a society, you're doing this, you're doing that. You have to go to here, then go to here, right? You're always on the go. And we're not taught to go, Hey, it's actually okay to pause, realize that that's not working and do something about it. Yeah. Just that alone. If we were all taught that from early on to pause and notice and tap into your intuition and make decisions based like that on its own is a huge game changer. But looping back to what you're saying about food, like that's the, that's the huge problem. But what's on the other side of that is like there's all the health stuff and there's all the eating patterns and there's all the mental energy. Like think of how many of us have been in a loop of like keeping track of everything that we're eating and thinking about our bodies and calculating how much we need to work out because we had this and am I going to have dessert or not? And to get all of that back, all of that mental bandwidth, all of that physical energy, like when that comes back to us, we one, realize how much this took from us, but two, it's like this superpower because you're like, whoa, I could have been operating with like 
all of this physical energy and mental bandwidth and emotional like <laughs> superpower. Yeah. So that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> no, but it's true. Like you're speaking so much of the truth, right? Like, so going back to your main point that I took off a complete rail for you. So you're welcome. Um, <laughs> is that what the she center is, is provide education that we did not have. So going back to that piece, is this she center only for adults then? Or do you have a part where that high schooler piece can kind of start to get that education beginner? Yeah, this is such a great question. So when you look at any sort of corporation, family unit, society, what's really clearly aligned is that the way that women are treated and upheld and supported is a direct correlation to the success of fill in the blank, corporation, country, like. And so the She Center is about creating a better world for all of us, no matter what age, no matter what gender, because when we focus on women, it's one of the best returns on our investment in making a better world to have that focus. So absolutely, like when we focus on women and rejecting patriarchal systems and creating something that is new and has a diversity and a support, that makes a better world for men too. And it makes a better world for kids too. So yeah, Jess, I mean, the She Center is about focusing on women of all ages, but to make a better world for everyone. So absolutely, like, I mean, in the last probably couple of months, we have had an 84-year-old graduate from our program and a 14-year-old graduate from our program. <laughs> so there's a range. That though, to say that, there's a lot of us, right? When we're taught to grow a business, we're taught to say this down, this down, but your mission is serving so many different people and meeting them where they're at. So going to 14 to 84, but also realizing that everybody in between, but also up to 84 is still needing this education. They don't know it all. So keep learning, right? So keep learning because you're, there's always something else to learn. There's always something else to learn about your body. So to your point, whether I'm 14 or whether I'm 84, keep learning. Absolutely. So yeah. important. So important. So speaking of businesses and speaking of stress and speaking of learning, let's get into the next part where we're going to talk about stress. So talking about you, what, is, what do you work on? What do you want to work on when it comes to managing your own stress? Yeah. Like what do I want to work on? Like what could be even better? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I love this question. Of I think that so much of it comes back to practicing what we know, practicing what we teach, like in our own lives, right? And something, you know, I'm going to celebrate because I just took action in the last 24 hours on this, Jess. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But we're, we're building so much right now and we're doing so much that I realize that there needs to be more of a space in my life for my, my brain to think in a different way, right? Like we're just, we're doing and building. And then I think that I'm doing a good job of like having that rest and recovery time. But yeah. the piece that I was missing was the open creativity time. It's the, I'm just gonna like unplug from everything and go for a walk in nature or like have a glass of wine with a friend and to have more of that time built in so that my brain can be operating in a different way because it's really interesting to see how creativity and vision flows when we simply give it space. So 
Yeah, that's I, what I'm working on right now. Thank you, first of all, for being so open with that. Because I think sometimes us being in this health field, teaching and like you said, practicing what we preach and things like that, there's always that next level, kind of going back to that 14 to 80 year old person, right? There's always that next level of learning. So I'd love that you just brought all of that up. So that's super amazing. So thank you for that. But also to your point, I like that there was, there's a difference, right? There's the reward, there's recharge, there's reflect, there's creativity. There's so many different reasons why you take that pause. And I love that you were able to point all those different ones out and realize that you need more on another one, right? We do a lot of recharge. Maybe you're going, I'm great at rewarding. I'm great at recharging. I'm great. But I haven't been given myself that space to be recreative and give myself that time to be open. And there's different. So I love that you broke that down because I think sometimes when we're taught to go take that walk, we're like, okay, well now what? Right. So And to be in touch with how our lives evolve, right? I mean, like the time that I took for rest and recovery was a huge jump for me. I've been working since I was 11 years old. And there was a time where I worked 90 hour weeks and I didn't even notice because that's just like what I did. So like that rest and recovery time was life-changing for me, but we're doing bigger things than we've ever done before. And there's an evolution of like, now we need rest and recovery. And now we need creativity time. And now like, so a lot of times we create new spaces to reduce our stress when we grow and take on bigger things in life, which I, I think is important to not be so static in that, to be like, oh, what do I need now today? Not what did I need a year ago? Yes, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Because no matter if it's six steps of growth, six, like a hundred feet of growth, it doesn't matter, right? That there's still some type of a growth. And what, where are you going to check that in and say, where's my awareness? Whoever was last year is not what I need today. And again, that's why they're so important to build all these different tools and education because you don't know what you're going to need, right? Maybe it's something that you did learn six months ago. Now you're bringing it up to the forefront now. And maybe it's something that you want to learn more about, right? There's so making that time to have so juicy. So, so juicy. I love this. I love this so much. Well, Lydia, you know, I was with the She Center. You talked to us, you know, about your stress and your habits for that. What is the one thing you want the listeners to take away today? Oh, that's great. What pops up for me is that, you know, as we talk about stress and I know that, you know, that's, that's the focus of, you know, why your community is here. Hello community. Um, is the way that oftentimes we think about stress and, you know, what, what we teach as a structure is it's the same sort of contrast between pain and suffering. Like we're all going to have pain in life, but the suffering is the story that we put on top of it. And we're all going to have stress in life. Like stress is not something that we can avoid or should avoid, right? But there's stress that comes from the circumstance and there's stress that comes from the suffering because of the story and the meaning that we put on top of it. And for women to be in a place or for everyone to be in a place where we can deal directly with real stress and real circumstance in our life and take out all of the suffering of the added stress that we pile on top of it that makes a massive difference. So yeah, that's what's on my heart in this moment. I'm just so blown away by you. Okay. I'm taking, I'm taking it all in with you. Like I'm just like embracing it with you. I love this. I love this. All right. So the listeners, they're writing down the notes. They're like, oh my God, Lydia is my jam. I want all of her. What is the best way for the listeners to contact you? Yeah. Great question. We actually have something prepared just for your community, like a whole little page of goodies so they could like get all of the the fun things that we've got available. So if they go to the page podcast dot 
thesheCenter.org forward slash stressless. It's a nice little reminder of like, I'm going to type in this URL and I'm going to, I'm going to remind myself, take a deep breath. So, and that's with a capital S and a capital L on the end. So yeah, we have like a really fun quiz to find your relationship status with food. We have some great like courses that they can access there, more information. So that's a great hub for everyone to go and to get those tools. So again, it's podcast.com thesheCenter.org forward slash stressless with capitals on each of those words. So awesome. And if you're driving somewhere, it's all going to the show notes, wherever you found this, whether it's the social media posts in the podcast, notes, it's there for you. So no worries. We're not leaving you hanging. That will be there. Lydia, before I let you go, it is time for the lightning round. Are you ready? As ready as I'll ever be. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. 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 All right. What is your favorite word to use? What is a word that you always use? Amazing. It's one of my <laughs> tells. I've had that like pointed out to me. It's one of those things that you're blind to. You're like, oh, I actually use that a lot. <laughs> I just resonate with that word. Recording podcasts, you realize what your words are. Yes. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> um, what is your favorite thing to do in the winter? Mm, like sipping just warm stuff all day, like warm water with lemon and warm tea and like. Yeah, that's, and I love being outside in the snow where there's sunshine at the same time and the whole world is like super sparkly. That was too sweet. That's so sweet. I like that one. What is one subject you would like to learn more about? Mm. Um, Energy work specifically grounding is what I have been diving into and nerding out on recently. (laughs) what dish do you cook best oh the best dish is the one that I'm not cooking (laughs) honesty I'm all about the honesty zero identity aligned with cooking (laughs) and I have an amazing partner that is an amazing cook hopefully they at least do the dishes you're golden (laughs) finish the phrase the way to my heart is through high quality questions. Mm, okay, let me step my game up then. Um, that wasn't a specific commentary on our situation. That's just my love language overall. What do you wish you learned sooner? Mm, setting boundaries. Yes. All right, last one. What is the best compliment you've ever gotten? Oh. Oh, I was just filled with gratitude for all the things that we've heard over the years. Um, One that we hear a lot is you saved my life. And that means everything, every time. What a feeling. That's beautiful. What a good way to end. Lydia, thank you so much for coming on here and just shining light and showing everybody why you're amazing. It just really means a lot. So thank you. Thank you for having me on. Total joy.